Welcome to Merch Talk, a space for small creative business owners, makers and shakers, and local brick and mortar shops. Our goal is to discuss topics that bring support, inspiration, and advice to you, whether you love shopping local or are a small business owner yourself. I'm your host, Kimberly Pack, the founder of The Merchantile of Scottsdale, a boutique marketplace located in the heart of Old Town Scottsdale in Arizona. We carry over 60 creative small businesses and provide 10 by 10 shop spaces for some of our merchants throughout our store. Visit our store or shop with us online at merchantile.co. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe. Thank you so much and enjoy. In today's episode, you will hear the story of Rhonda, the owner of Redemption Market. Redemption Market is an ethical boutique where every purchase supports a cause. They connect women who want to make meaningful purchases with artisans who benefit from dignified work. From around the world, they source fair trade and sustainable handbags, jewelry, clothing, and home goods that have a modern desert vibe. It started in 2013 by just one woman and her daughters. Redemption Market now partners with over a dozen organizations representing change around the world. Every purchase makes a difference and is a step toward complete freedom. The name Redemption comes from the idea of taking some of the darkest, saddest situations on earth, those that some intend for evil and redeeming them for good. To redeem the dignified stolen from trafficked girls, to redeem the purpose of someone trapped in a cycle of poverty. This is something that is nearly impossible for one person to accomplish, but working together, they can really make an impact. In this episode, you will hear Rhonda's story. Enjoy. So Rhonda, introduce yourself and your business to those who don't know who you are. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and share about my business and what's going on at Redemption Market. My name is Rhonda and I am based in Chandler, but I have the shop here in Scottsdale and also we set up in downtown Phoenix and Redemption Market is my business and it is a social enterprise. So basically it's a business for a purpose. What we do is we work with different social justice groups, probably about a dozen different groups and everything supports a cause. So we started by working with women rescued from trafficking. And so they would make a product and that product would help fund their rehabilitation programs. So they made purses and jewelry and were looking for a partner to sell these things that they made. And um, at the time, this was about five years ago, I was kind of in between careers. I was a Spanish teacher and then our family decided to adopt a 10 year old girl from Peru. So I stayed home because I was a Spanish teacher. I taught her and got her up to speed in school and everything and didn't really feel the desire to go back to teaching. And so I saw um, online just I'm I don't even remember how it came about but there was this group based in Cambodia and they were looking for someone to make the commitment to buy about a hundred dollars worth of purses and jewelry and then sell it to their friends and that would support this business and 
And I thought, wow, this is something I can do for sure. It, it, the products looked really beautiful. And so that's how Redemption Market started. I bought this little box of products, sold it to my friends, and I thought, this is so meaningful. Every single product is bringing hope to a woman who um, had been in, sex, in the sex trafficking, trapped in a brothel or a different situation in, in Asia. And by selling this product, I could bring that woman hope. And I thought, well, I'll buy another box. And that box turned into another box. And that's really how the business started. So I never really sought out to begin a business or to be a business owner. And I saw a need and I wanted to fill that need. Mm -hmm. And that's how the business started. So um, at that point, I decided, well, I need a website and I need a business name and a business license. So it just kind of grew from there. That's so awesome. And why human trafficking? Was it because you saw the ad or did you feel something um, passionate? What, what did you, why human trafficking? I started, um, the human trafficking element to me was very near to my heart. I've always had a heart for social justice and kind of wanting to make things right. And I saw this was something that I could do from home. I was still at home with my daughters and I could do part time. I could do at my own pace and just make a difference because I really feel like all of us want to make a difference in the world. We want to make the world a better place, but we don't always know how or where to begin. And it just seems overwhelming. And I thought this is something small that I can do. And that's how it all began. That's so amazing. And tell me about the people that you help. Do you get to hear their stories or do you know anything about them? Yeah, so we work with different groups. Um, it's beautiful because we work directly with the different organizations. So we see the names of the women. We see the progress they're making in their programs. We see um, the stories of how they came into the situation and what their life is like now. We, in addition to the human trafficking, we also work with refugee programs. So refugees here in the States, we have candles made by refugees mm -hmm. and that helps fund um, leadership and development, work development programs. We've worked with clean water projects, building schools in developing countries. So it's really fun to find meaningful products that are beautiful and also are supporting a cause at the same time because we're gonna buy cute things anyway, so why mm -hmm. not make it mean something? Yep, that's so true. And how do you choose the organizations that you support? So the organizations that we choose um, have to fit a couple criteria. Obviously, the purpose behind it has to be meaningful. It has to be very clear that the the money is actually going to the program that there is accountability for that whether it be a member of the fair trade association or there's a second accountability um, so that's the primary criteria also it needs to be a beautiful product so you could have a great organization but if the product is kind of shoddy quality that's you know that's obviously no one wants to buy that 
And then because we're located in Phoenix, I love to have products with a desert feel. So something that fits into that aesthetic of a neutral palette and, and beautifully crafted, uh, a beautifully crafted item that also fits where we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. So how did you raise money to start your business? Redemption Market, like I said, started very organically. I bought that first box of products and from the profits that were left over, I reinvested into the next box. So it kind of grew completely organically. Because I quit my teaching job to stay home, I didn't really wanna pull money from our family. I didn't really wanna take the time to go out and do fund, fundraising, crowdfunding, all those different things. And so I just grew slowly, kept reinvesting um, whatever profit was left over. Eventually, I had enough product that I could sell at markets and pop-up shows, um, different flea markets, have my booth with all the products. And to be honest, I just it's always been debt-free and it's always just been a um, reinvestment. Awesome. It's a slow growth. I think that not everybody would be content to grow so slowly, but for me, it for, fit perfectly with my life and, and my goals at the time and being home and kind of this slow, easy life that to me is perfect. That's so awesome. And I love your products, your style. So tell me about your personal style and your store style. <laughs> so my personal style and my store style, I think would be kind of what I mentioned about the desert aesthetic. I really love a neutral palette. Um, we have three daughters and all three, one just graduated college in fashion and two who are one in business. And then um, our youngest just started college, but we're all fans of thrifting. So there's always a ton of thrift clothes coming through. My middle daughter actually sells repurposed clothes as, as a business, so thrifted clothes and, and everything. And so there's always a ton of, of thrifted clothes in the house and we love to mix and match. I love anything ethically made. The challenge is always finding, you know, that good price point of something ethically made. And um, I think that we rewear outfits a lot of times and, and get a lot of good use out of, out of everything. Yeah, that's awesome. So what makes your business different from other businesses in your category? I think that, to be honest, there are a lot of businesses really interested in ethical products now. I think there is a movement to know who made the item, where did it come from, how were those workers treated? Uh, it used to be, I would say 15 years ago, the most important thing would be how cheap can I get this dress? Mm -hmm. If I got this dress at Forever 21 or TJ Maxx and I paid $8, that's the best thing I could find. Now I think people realize that if something is so inexpensive, somewhere along the supply chain, someone was treated very poorly to get that product at such a low price. Um, so I think that it's really important now to, for people, I think people are interested in seeing where did this item come from? What does it mean? In my shop, everything either is fair trade, sustainable, ethically made, supports a small business. Like we have some products made by small women owned businesses. And so everything has a meaning. Mm -hmm. 
Sometimes it's a challenge. I say that would be my biggest challenge because you can look around and you see other businesses that are, you know, they can buy their things very cheaply and have a huge markup. And there's a lot of margin, a lot of profit margin built in, into that. Uh, for someone with an ethical shop, that margin's really small. So you have to be really careful in what you buy and you have to continually remember why you, why you started this business. I started this business to help people, not to make a profit. And the profit is great if it's there, but ultimately my success is based on these different organizations being supported by what we do. And it's a challenge. It's really a challenge because you, you, can, you have to keep your eyes on your own paper because if you look around and you see, wow, these people are making so much profit, but yet if you look at those workers, who made those products, their lives are not great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a great point. And tell me about how you felt venturing into this business. Obviously you did it for a cause and are there any other feelings? Were you nervous? Were you scared or were you excited? What did you feel? The growth of Redemption Market, because it was slow and organic, there was never that fear, that big leap of jumping into the unknown it there are definitely challenges like any entrepreneurship venture there it's the roller coaster that am i doing the right thing things are going great i don't know what i'm doing and i think you just have to look at each day and say especially as a solo entrepreneur to say okay how can i move this business forward at least an inch today because you have all the different categories you have your social media and your purchasing product and your website and you know there's a lot of different things mm -hmm. and so you kind of have to focus on one area and make sure you do the best you can and realize when it's just you and you're not a team of people what can you do to at least make a little bit of progress because like they say slow progress is it's still progress. It's still going in the right direction. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, it seemed like things were going well. Um, how has COVID impacted you and your business? So it's interesting. I hear this from so many people. 2020 was going so well. Things were so great. And for me and my business, yeah. everything was profitable. COVID obviously was something that no one anticipated. But for me, it's been interesting. Most of my sales before the coronavirus hit were made in person. So at our pop-up shops, here at the Merchantile, and then that just kind of went away completely. For me, the, the beautiful part of 2020 has been to see people gathering around small businesses, supporting small businesses, with sales, with words of encouragement. I have never heard so many positive things about my business as I have in the last few months. So people just reaching out, seeing you're okay, supporting when they can. Our online sales really took off, which is a huge blessing because that for has always been an area that's just slow moving. And that was a beautiful thing to see so even through the hard times, the sense of community that has come about has been a really beautiful part of 2020. Yeah, that's awesome. Has COVID um, impacted the organizations you work with or how has it? I think that it's 
As much as the coronavirus has really affected the U.S., in these developing and struggling nations, it's been even worse. Um, a lot of our, our products are made in places like Kenya, Nepal, India, and it's, it's tough if you're a poor country and you don't have the resources, there's no government bailout, there are no grants to apply for, you just, you're kind of stuck. And so we have really tried to continue the orders that we would make um, to help sub keep, keep that support going. It's a little tough because for us, we're not having the sales, but I know that for however hard it is here, it's so much harder there and, and we can handle it. Are these st still able to work? Uh, different com companies or organizations in different um, countries, it's all a little bit different. I think now people are starting to get back to work and, and kind of have that be at the place they were before this all started. Well, I hope things get better for them too. Um, so what is your favorite thing of being an entrepreneur? My favorite part of being an entrepreneur would just be working for myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love awesome. being able to set my own schedule, work as much or as little as I want to, see an opportunity and take it, take vacation when I want to. Um, obviously that has its downside. There's not always a consistent paycheck with that, but um, I do love the freedom to do other things in my life that I need to do as well. That's awesome, that's always great. <laughs> what kind of advice would you give someone who wants to start their ethically sourced business? Yeah, like I said, I think if you want to begin a any kind of business, okay. especially an ethical business, you really have to know ahead of time what your goal is and work toward that goal. So for me, uh, my goal is to help the people, help these different organizations, um, but not to kill myself doing it. So I was never part of the 80 hour a week hustle grind, like kill yourself to make a business grow. But my business has grown slowly because of that. So I think you really need to know for you personally, what is your goal and work toward that goal because you can look around and see all these different styles of starting a business and that doesn't necessarily mean that's for you. I think you have to know the pace that's healthy. I think you have to consider other things in your life. For me, my family is most important and I would never sacrifice my family life to create a business. I love that. You just make me feel so like warm. Like, yeah, like I love your, the way, how you um, carry your business and yourself. And I love your style. <laughs> um, so how has the merchantile impacted you, your business? The merchantile, I have to say, is just an answer from heaven. <laughs> For me, uh, doing pop-up shops, doing craft shows, flea markets, that's great, but that's not really having your own home, your own place to be. And I was definitely looking for something. I really wanted to be part of a shared retail space. I love the collaboration. I love the shared vision of so many businesses working together. I think it's a beautiful thing. And for me, with my little business, I didn't really have the overhead or the resources rather to start my own shop to fund it, to hire either through money or time and to be invited here at the Merchantile was just 
so great. It's been wonderful for my business to present my products to a different audience, to um, just meet new people and share the joys of, of doing business together. It's been really beautiful. That's awesome. I'm so happy to hear. <laughs> um, if you had one wish, which are three, one thing you would change in the world? <laughs> if I could change anything in the world pertaining to, I'm going to bring it back to, to my business. Mm -hmm. I would love to see people really think about the products that they purchase and know that everything comes from somewhere. So someone made whatever it is, whether it's your handbag or wallet or jewelry, uh, there's someone behind that. And to really think about that person and the beauty of the craftsmanship and really take good care of, of what you have, make it last, treat it well, buy meaningful things. I think that part of everything that's happening in 2020 is making people a little more aware of things. I think it's been beautiful for people to wake up and, and look around and recognize diversity and recognize um, meaningful, meaningful things in life. And I think that is an important part of life. And I think that if we would slow down and just appreciate the beauty in things, uh, it, it would probably mean a lot. Mm -hmm. That's so true. Um, where can people find you and buy from you if they want to support you and all the organizations <laughs> that you support too? So Redemption Market is available obviously at the Merchantile. That's where we go first because you can also shop all these other great um, little stores at the same time. The Merchantile now has its own website, merchantile.co, where you can find all the products, you can shop from home, they get delivered right to you. That's so fun. It's fun to see everything together there on the website. We have our own website, redemptionmarket.com. Uh, we usually set up Saturdays at the downtown Phoenix Farmers Market. That's kind of a home place for us where we have all our things and there. Lots of beautiful, um, fresh farm goods, handcrafted goods. There's always food trucks and live music. It's a, it's a really neat community place. And yeah, it's just me. So it's easy to find me. I'm Rhonda. I'm the founder right now. It's just me working on the business. A lot of times my daughters help me, but, um, if you want to connect and work together, I'd love that. Awesome. Thanks Rhonda. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe. And if you would like to see the video of this interview, please click on the link for our YouTube channel. Thank you so much.